this week's episode of the Maddox podcast. Uh, today we're going to do a quick little podcast where we're going to talk about some spooky or kind of horror stories in real estate. I think mine's a little more on the spooky side. Horror stories we could go all day probably, but um, we'll do a little <laughs> spooky edition for, for Halloween. So Jay, you want to kick it off? Sure. Drinking my green goblin juice, also known as my greens. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's scary <laughs> it is it is very scary it tastes pretty good though um okay so my uh kind of spooky real estate story uh happened kind of when i got into right when i got into real estate um i did a lot of short sales things like that and it was just such a you know nobody knew what was going on in the market right so uh, anyway i had this seller um and i had this house and he was allowing his friends to come and party there, although he didn't live there because he was selling it and it was a short sale and blah, 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 blah. So I told him, I said, that's a huge liability. We cannot do that. We can't let people party, you know, all that stuff. Anyway, so one night I, I kept getting these calls because my sign was out front and the neighbors saying, you know, you've got guys in there, they're, they're, making crazy noise they're partying so anyway I, I made that final call and i'm like you, you can't do that um and he says okay i'll, I'll put a lid on it we'll take care of it i i will let my friends know um anyway so the next day i went to look at the damage to see you know what had happened to the house and so we walk in the front door and it's already kind of creepy right because it's just it's kind of a rainy day kind of a spooky day and it's probably right around this time actually um you know, so, and the house is empty, except there's like beer bottles and things kind of laying all over the place. And I think there was like a couch in the living room, just like one couch or something. Um, anyway, so we're, we're kind of walking through and we, we, we turn the corner and there in, and the kit, there's the kitchen and the garage access. And we look in the garage and there's a mattress and there's a body laying on the mattress. And it was horrendous yeah so uh so what ha what happened was he the, the person um partied too hard and i guess i guess and i don't know why everybody left him but everybody bounced and um he choked i guess in the middle of the night and yeah so that's the story so we had to call the uh of course you know everybody to come take him to remove him um, and this is why I tell my seller, you can't let people party in your house because it's a liability. So guess what? That house uh, got uh, a price reduction of about fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars, if I remember correctly, because um, we just needed to sell it quick. And yeah, it was pretty insane. Because at that point, of course, we have to disclose that there was a dead body in the house, right? Somebody died there. Um, but it was pretty, uh, pretty spooky to say the least. I felt like I was in an X Files episode. Um, then, of course, we had to go back after and sort of, you know, check on things and make sure things like that weren't happening again. But I think after that happened, I think he learned his lesson and didn't allow his friends to come over and um, party in the house. But anyway, so that's my my spooky Halloween uh, story. Um, of course, we can't disclose any addresses or anything like that. But uh, that anyway, so that's that. Uh, we, do we have everybody back? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
Okay, who's next? Katrina's got a really good one. Well, <clears throat> depends what you call good, but yeah. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. 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 Yeah. And, and our laughs are more of just uncomfortability because these situations are crazy. Yeah. And, and of course, really... you know, at the time, they're traumatic, right? They're not, but, you know, oh, yeah, later you can discuss them and, and it's, it's not as bad, but it's real life. I and mean, this stuff happens in real estate a lot and people don't realize it. Right. Yeah. Well, I was referred to to a home to speak with an individual about selling the property, and I went to the home, <clears throat> met with a very gracious person, um, who um, essentially said that their uh, immediate family member had passed in the home. Well, when I walked in, it smelled. I've never smelt death before, but if I imagine what it smelled like, it was that when I walked in the home. And the, the individual was a hoarder, so I'm, I'm kind of stepping all over things to just kind of sit down to even have a discussion about selling the home. So um, the smell, I'm trying to have the conversation and not cover my nose or run out, honestly. So, um, so she explains to me very calmly about uh, the, the person's passing, who was her, the immediate family member. Um, they they were in a back room, passed away with the window open. Um, nobody knew that this individual passed, so they had been there for a while. Um, in the meantime, the flies were laying eggs. And by the time the person was discovered deceased, I don't know if it was the paramedics, if it was the police, I, I'm not sure. Um, and she's telling me all of this. Proceeded to put Clorox over the body to I get, apparently kill the maggots that were on the body. So I'm taking this information in, not knowing the history before, just trying to be as professional as I can because she's being very calm, speaking with me about it, just telling me the story. And I'm thinking, oh my God, um, you know, this poor individual. So she says, well, all of that fluid, including the body fluid, all went into the carpet, all went into the, the flooring. And she goes, come on and I'll show you. Come on and I'll show you. So I'm like, okay, we're walking up the hallway. As we're walking up the hallway, it's getting, the stench is getting worse and worse. And then she tells me, there's a cat in here somewhere. Oh and it was full of items. I mean, we're literally, it was like an A and D, you know, show. It was like hoarders. Um, so every door we passed, I'm thinking like a cat is going to like jump on my face as we're walking like to the back room. So there's a cat in here, apparently somewhere. Um, and sure enough, the carpet is still in there. It was pulled back. Here's the flooring, just as calm as day just talking to me. I felt like I was in the twilight zone. Um, the smell was so bad. And so she goes, so what do you think? And I'm thinking, what do I think? I think I want to go home and cry and bathe myself in, in, in bleach right now. That's what I think. But I'm trying to keep it professional, try to keep it calm. So I said, okay, well, you know, first things first, we're going to have to, you know, clear all of the items out. You'll have to contact a, you know, a company that comes and helps, you know, clean situations like this up. Um, ultimately the home, you know, the home did sell and it was, you know, and it was fine. But at the time, I was just not prepared for that, and I was completely mortified. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so long story short, the cat is great. The cat is safe. 
that once they started clearing all the items out, the, the cat was found and, and rehomed. So that's fantastic. Unfortunately, the, you know, this poor individual, it was just the situation, you know, rest in peace, the situation as it was, um, just nobody, just nobody knew about. For weeks, right? For probably weeks. For a, for a long time. Um, wow. And so that was, that was a very interesting listing appointment to say the least. Um, did, did they repair the uh, hardwood floors? Yeah, yeah, they all went in. I mean, they they cleared out the home. The, the home was remodeled after after the yeah. Um, yeah, but it was just one of those where I just was not mentally prepared for all of that to be told to me so calmly. Yeah, by an immediate family member, and I'm just trying to keep it together to not have a whole like jaw drop moment. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Jamie, well, that's... you have one. You have I an have interesting one. one about clients I, who are trying to get a good deal. So I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this without uh, being awful. Okay, so I had clients that wanted to see this house and I look up the house and I notice the price is very reasonable, very good deal. And of course, everybody's kind of questions this is a crazy time in the market. And uh, I look up the confidential remarks and I see that it says somewhat of a warning, very gruesome death on the property, right? So it kind of piques my interest um, just because you don't see that very often. And one thing leads to another, finally end up doing some Googling work and find out that um, not only was there a pretty gruesome death, but a man ate his grandma and his, I guess it was his sister, uh, or maybe his, I don't know if it was his mom or sister, somebody found him in the process of eating his grandma and had to call police. And it took, from what the article said, it took four police officers to restrain him and to literally pull him off of her because he was still continuing to cannibalize his grandmother as they got there. Obviously, a mental health issue, probably drugs Obviously. of some sort. Obviously. <laughs> probably <laughs> drugs of some sort. Uh, yeah, bath salts or something. But I just, that, so needless to say, we didn't really have any desire to see that after. It didn't go much over asking from what I saw. Yeah. Um, but yeah. there's a buyer for everything. So there sure it. is. Yeah. Somebody bought that that's home. All, you know, that's just Google. I mean, that was just, that's just public yeah. effort. Yeah, uh, the agent kind of left it at that too. You know, you, you have the information you need. You can figure out what happened here. Right. And so we did. And um, yeah, that was, you, know, you don't see that often. You don't see that on HGTV, honey. You don't. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll really get yeah. real estate, right? <laughs> Goodness. So short, real estate. short little story, but interesting to say the least. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I do have another one that I was just actually, I just thought about if you guys want me to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay. So I got a call uh, and these, this couple, they were a new, a new couple. They said, Hey, can you, we, we want to buy the house next door to us. Can you come show us the house? And um, I said, sure. So anyway, I contacted the, uh, the agent and I, I went and, you know, we went to the house and it was, there was nothing disclosed by the way, uh, nothing at the time. And I don't remember if it was, it must've been officially on the market, but there was nothing in there that was disclosed. So anyway, um, so they lived next door. I met them. We walked into the property. Uh, it was very eerie, you know, um, it was not a, they, they weren't, the people weren't a hoarder, but they weren't clean. 
Okay. So we're, we walk in the living room carpet, you know, and I had these really nice uh, suede shoes on. We're walking in and it looked like there was spaghetti all over the walls. And I was like, this, this is really weird, but didn't think anything of it, but it was just like food, just thrown, right? That's really weird. So we're walking down the hall and, and I said, um, I told the neighbor, or the neighbor said, yeah, the, um, the guy that lived here was, uh, was mentally ill uh, and, and um, shot himself in the, in the living room. And I'm like, oh, what? Like, I just walked in the living room on the floor and I mean, and all the food on the walls, oh, that's not food. Yeah. Um, so you would think that at that time, and, and they were fine. They were like, we want to buy it. You know, we're, we, we knew him. He just had problems and shot himself. Um, and I'm just like, wow. And I'm like Katrina, I wanted to go home and bleach, you know, like bathe in bleach and uh, not come out for a couple of days because I was mortified the fact that I just walked in this house after this happened a couple of months prior. But anyway, um, yeah, and I, I uh, finally, you know, we figured out that's obviously what it was. They knew that's what it was. And I talked to the agent and he, he told me, but uh, it was a pretty... Uh, kind of it was very spooky to say the least and I think I was probably a little more traumatized by that experience and I you know then the first one I, I uh I mentioned but I think it's because in my mind I'm playing it I'm playing it in my mind after seeing it and then you're then you know your mind goes to weird places and you start thinking about oh my god what actually happened how did this play out you know and apparently you know he had uh been there for a, a couple days also uh but it wasn't as gruesome as Katrina's um, but anyway, that was, uh, that was a pretty, uh, pretty spooky experience. Let me tell you. Yeah. How did your shoes fare? So those shoes, you know, I, I never wore them the same way again. I, I brought them <laughs> home to clean them. They were this really nice, uh, Cole Haan, like, uh, like a beige suede shoe. Uh, and I was, yeah, I, I, I didn't wear them. They didn't work. <laughs> no. Because I just, my mind kept thinking, you were walking over brains, you know, uh, in the living room. And it was just, yeah, it tra traumatic. Anyway. I would be up every night wondering if I brushed against the wall. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, and I'm thinking it's spaghetti, right? It looked like somebody threw spaghetti on the walls. But, I mean, who would do that, right? It's just, it was really, yeah. You paint quite the picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay, so poor Ian. Ian's gone mute. Doesn't even not even showing his face. He's he's uh, traumatized. And Ian's traumatized. vomiting right now. Yeah, he can't sleep. Yeah. Um, Amy, I Lisa. Ian, I wonder if Ian has anything for us. I don't know. Couple. No. Yeah. Do you really? Uh, it's not real estate, but um, it's right. real. It's, okay. it's real spooky experience. <laughs> when we were in grade school, yeah, um, we have this um, what we call a celebration in our neighbor or in our location, wherein all of my childhood friends will you know, go house to house, sing, you know, Christmas songs to each of the houses in our neighbor. And there's one house wherein uh, I'm having goosebumps. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> so there's one house wherein it's really not empty, but 
there's someone living there. There was one person living there, but we haven't seen that person. And all of our parents that time told us that it was an old lady living in that house, but we haven't seen that old lady. So we tried one time to sing a Christmas song uh, of my childhood friends. We're like about five or six, um, six of us. So we were singing and then we heard moaning. It's not like, uh, you know, sensual moaning, but someone like in pain moaning. So we stopped singing. And then after a while, one of my friends saw both eyes kind of red, but it's not really, you know, uh, visible for everyone. But that person, that friend who saw that, those eyes has a third eye, as what we call it. So I'm still having goosebumps. I don't know if I can continue this story, but wow. After our friend told us that he saw those eyes, we were like, hey, let's go. Let's get out of here. Let's cram. And then all of a sudden, all of us froze. We can't start running. And my friend told us, oh, I'm really having goosebumps. My, my, my friend told us that the, the eyes that he saw are like, you know, coming closer and closer to to us. I, I, I don't know how, uh, we don't know how, but he's the one who's telling us that uh, story. So we can't, we can't even move that time. Wow. And then we heard this, this is real. Sorry, guys, but when we started moving, when we started moving, our friend saw the face and it was an old lady. So right then and there, we, we, we didn't know what to do. Um, we started shaking. We started, you know, crying. One of our friends peed. <laughs> Whoa. He'd beat his pants and then after a while we shouted this is in Tagalog uh, this is in our native language it th that person or that friend of ours shouted Tulong it means help so we were shouting help 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 us help us and then after a while the my friend the, the one with the third eye uh, told us that the, the, the face is gone, the eyes are gone, and we right then and there started to, you know, be able to move and we started running. And, you know, we went straight to our houses and told our parents about it. And one of my friend's parents told my friend that that lady already died. Ooh. So there, that's one of the, you know, spooky stories Ooh. that we experienced when we were kids. 
Oh my gosh. That, yeah. so, How old were you when that happened, Ian? How old were you and your friends? You were in grade school. It, it was like uh, fifth or sixth grade. So we're, we're just little kids, you know, having fun and all that. It just so happened that one of our friends, one of my uh, childhood friends has uh, has a third eye. So, that's so what, is that, what does that mean? I've heard that before. Um, it means he can see ghosts. He can see oh. persons or people who already passed away. Uh, he can see every, uh, what do you call that? Uh, like a medium that, yeah. oh. Yes, yes, like a medium. Exactly, Jason. So there, um, creatures who should not be living with, you know, humans or anything in our world. <laughs> That is yeah, creepy. I, I, could, wow. I couldn't have friends like that if you just. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's I creepy. Wouldn't wanna, wow. I wouldn't want to know. It is. It was really creepy. Oh my gosh. Oh, man. I, I don't want well, to tell anymore. Stories. Tell the tale. Yeah, I'm glad you lived <laughs> to tell the tale. You lived to tell it. Yeah, that's right. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Well, Amy, Lisa, else? anything? Yeah. So this is not a, a real estate. Um, but I was renting out a house um, that was built in the late 1800s. And son used to tell me, who was about five at the time, he used to tell me that there was a man in his closet. Um, and when I would walk past his room in the middle of the night, I would see his clothes, you know, moving in the closet. Um, and I didn't really think much of it. I, I thought, you know, there must be a draft somewhere in the closet, get off. And so um, one night I was sitting on the couch and my roommate was in the shower and I didn't realize I was reading a book and I saw somebody walk by just, you know, in my peripheral vision, thought it was my roommate, which it totally wasn't. Um, so, I was having dinner at my mom's and was telling the story about how my son kept saying there was a man in the closet. And my adopted brother said, wait a minute, don't you live in this house? And I said, yeah, I do. And he said, my family used to live in the same house and my brother had Dominic's bedroom and he used to say there was a man in his closet too. So um, I used to tell my roommate, there's something here, you know, it's not malicious, it's not mean or aggressive, but it's here. And he always thought I was crazy. And when after the, the shower thing and hearing that the other child saw the same thing in that, that room, I moved out of the house. My roommate thought I was crazy. So he stayed behind. And after I was gone, he said, I can feel it. He said, I 100% can feel it. He said, I'll be, you know, hanging out and feel a cold spot come through. I'll just, he says, I can totally sense it's here. Oh, wow. So it was. And they say kids are really intuitive with that kind of stuff. They can see uh, a lot more than like adults can. We kind of grow out of it, but kids yeah. can feel and see things more than us. Dominic didn't like whatever was in his closet. But I don't think he necessarily felt threatened. 
I'd I have mean, a lease it, agreement. I'd have a lease agreement. I'd say yeah. how much is the rent? We have strong uh, tenant laws here in California. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually a real estate agent that I was renting from. Wow. Um, and I only had a six month lease. So I left, my roommate stayed, no problem. Yeah, no, I'm, talking about, the, I'm talking about the ghost. The ghost has been there a long time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, get the lease agreement for from the years. ghost. Yeah. Get the lease agreement for him. That was uh, Crockett. It was an old house on top of one of the hills. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I have one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have, uh, I had a fourplex in Richmond that was built in uh, the 80s, mid 80s, I think. And uh, I had a tenant that moved in. They had a moving party and lots of their friends were there moving the things in as the day settled on. <clears throat> The woman was sitting in the living room with her partner, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, looked down the hall and somebody stuck their head out of the bedroom. And she said, ask your partner, who's here? He says, no one's here, everybody's gone. So that was just something that was really weird. She told me about <clears throat> later, as it turns out, um, she had periodic episodes through her stay. And one time she was home alone, uh, was in the shower and had her shower door, her bathroom door open. And someone walked down the hall and then turned around and came back. And Whoa. she was home alone. Doors were locked. Peace out. I'm out. Nope. Yeah. Wow. Nope. So they did a little bit of research on the property and found that someone had been murdered, um, a young man. And she described this person. I mean, she described who he was, what he looked like. Um, she said he had feathered hair, you know, what you think of like a 70s yeah. guy. Um, white, feathered hair back, and um, found out that he had been murdered on, prior to the building being built in the area there. Wow. So, Prior to the building being built. Interesting. Yes. yes. So he was just hanging out in that area. Well, that's, that actually comes up a lot. A lot of people um, have issues with, you know, people that have passed in the home and we tell them we're pretty much everywhere is burial ground. I mean, yeah. somebody's probably died in every single location. So that does, I mean, that makes sense. But I mean, oh, some, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know much about this kind of stuff, but I guess it's I'm not having, I'm not having multiple episodes. I'm seeing one thing and I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. My house I mean, for I, sale sign up. Nope. But I mean, I think they, you know, when, when somebody isn't, didn't peacefully pass over or whatever, and there's unfinished business, right. I think that's kind of when they hang out and they don't know how to get over to the other side. Right. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think eventually they do, but uh, maybe for years and years, they just don't know how to do it, you know? You know, I've never felt like I was sensitive to spirits or other beings, um, but I'm sure you guys would agree. There are times when you walk into a house and you just feel something. Yeah. You know, not sure what it is, but you yeah. feel that it's different. Yeah. And I worked with a client one time who 
felt the same way. And we both felt it about the same property when we would go into a property. She said, something's definitely going on here. Well, well and energy is real, yeah. It is, and I don't, you know, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm the guy who's like, eh, I don't believe whatever, blah, blah, you know, I don't believe in that stuff. You know, I I was at this house, I'm not gonna mention any, any cities or anything, but I was at this house and it had a basement, like an old wine cellar basement, and I was by myself. And I don't usually get freaked out and creeped out and stuff like that. I walked down in that basement and I I was very uncomfortable. It was like, I. I I wanted to get back up to the top where the light was really quickly. It was, it was just very, I can't even describe the feeling, but it was just this like empty, weird, like, like I was going to get trapped down there or something, you know, it was really awful, but I don't know if it's, you know, just my brain, obviously it's my brain uh, just being weird, but you know, or, or something that happened in a past life, I don't know, or, you know, I'm not sure, but it was, yeah, it was pretty creepy. Um, and that was probably my first, I think it was my first time feeling like that. Even well, even energy, over the dead body thing, you know? Yeah, energy is very real. Just like when you walk into a house and it has a really good energy, you know, you can feel that too. You can feel it. You can feel it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing I, I want to add um, is, you know, right now there's all of these Airbnbs, these destination rentals. If you have a haunted house, you 100% can turn it into an Airbnb and market it. <laughs> that's <laughs> yes, right. That's People love that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no not for me, but for people. Yeah. Oh, well, me, I'll sell it. <laughs> Well, this is fun. This is this is fun talking about some creepy stuff. Um, you know, this it's it's always real estate isn't always just uh, you know a beautifully staged house. There's there's stories, right? Uh, there's stories behind every home. So yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting. It is. All right. Happy well, Halloween, y'all. Happy Halloween, happy everybody. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.